Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Rihanna, welcome. So lovely to have you on the show. Thank you for having me. So Rihanna, let's go to, I, I was talking about Whitney Houston's song, I'm Every Woman. And I mean, you, besides helping on, on so many levels with, um, you know, as a certified clinical family and marital therapist, and I know that you, you deal in, um, uh, child psychotherapy, et cetera, et cetera, and the EDMR. Um, you, when you studied, you had four children. You were juggling all of these balls. How did you cope with that? Oh, I love that question. I love that question. <laughs> necessity. Necessity I made me juggle it. Uh, I decided that uh, I needed to study, but um, I did it at uh, on the basis that I didn't want to put my family at risk or deprive them of anything. So my husband didn't know that I was studying. And my children knew I was studying because I would sit at the table with them. How did I juggle it? I studied through UNISA, my first four-year degree, and I completed it in the first four years. Uh, it just was a lot of hard work and dedication because I had a goal and I had to fulfill that goal for myself. Oh, I also I knew that I needed my children to follow in the footpaths that I would lead for them. And so I would sit with them and study all the time, spent a lot of time at the UNISA library, but never at any time did I ask anyone else to do any of my chores in relation to my children. Wow, what a what an example, because I'm sure there's so many people out there right now listening who'd love to study, um, who'd love to add something to their life in terms of that, but they feel that they bogged down and you're saying that. No. I mean, with four young children, you, you managed to do it. I'm interested to know why your husband, your children knew about it, but your husband didn't, Rihanna. My children didn't know about it. They just thought mommy was studying with us. And, uh, they thought they were the best mother ever. They, they thought I was studying and just like them, I'm also studying. So I said, when they sat at the table, why didn't I tell my husband? Because I do believe that sometimes men are threatened when their wives want to enhance themselves. Uh, I do believe that they feel threatened with the fact that the wife might become independent and want to leave. So uh, not even my mom knew about it. The only person that knew about it was my dad, and he died a year that I was going to write my first exam. So he was the only person that knew. Well, I think that's absolutely extraordinary, Rihanna. It's wonderful. I, I love that you did it, and I love that all these years later, um, you know, you taking that and you're, you're helping other people. You created a whole career for yourself, you know, purpose and, and everything that goes with it. So let's let's talk about 
um, Women's Month. Let's talk about the fact that we've had a very challenging year so far um, and that let's go to the juggling of those balls, being at home. So we've heard lots of, uh, I've certainly bumped into lots of moms at the moment who say, you know, it's so hard. Work has had to slow down because there's so much online learning. Having everyone at home is so difficult and having to think about meals and looking after the house and, and, and. It's almost like everything has been distilled into into this everyday life, which which does become quite stressful. So, so Rihanna, what 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 do you say to that? What what would you say to women who do feel like they are buckling under the pressure? My greatest advice to anyone is going to be routine. If we create routine and develop the routine and stick by the routine that we develop. Because with COVID, what happened is suddenly you could sleep later, you didn't have to wake up, there was a work to go to. And uh, I think a lot of people at that point moved away from routine. And when we don't have routine, we lose discipline in our lives. And uh, I do believe that routine allows us to create discipline. And if we are consistent with what we do, and we prepare to learn new things, even though it may be challenging, uh, I think it's very, very important that we understand that we have a brain that does allow us to learn things provided we are receptive to it. You, um, I, I think that is very important, having a routine. Otherwise, you're all over the place. I mean, you, you, you talk about being receptive. So let's talk about receptive in all areas and, and let's look at relationships because I know that that's what you spend a lot of your time working on is relationships and also imago therapy, which I'm very interested in, the imago therapy and encounter-centered relationship therapy. So if we, if we talk about this time being very concentrated, having a routine, how does one navigate relationships um, as a woman having to fulfill all of these roles during this time? I do believe that, uh, you know, this has been a difficult time for most couples. And what I have realized that a lot of men seem to have strayed or got themselves involved in uh, relationships with other women or may a woman have got themselves in relationship with other men uh, out of boredom and um, not paying attention to their partners. So my belief that at this point, every time, if we remember one principle, every time we point a finger at our partner, we are talking about ourselves. And when we can take that information and look at ourselves and bring about the change within ourselves, everything around us will change. IFM 101.9 megahertz of life is the DL Link Show. I'm Nikki Severini and I have Rihanna Cedat on the line. She's a certified clinical family and marital therapist as well as a member, trainer and therapist of the Association of Play Therapists Institute for Imago Relationship Therapy and International Society 
for sand play therapy. She trained under Dr. G. Landreth of North Texas. She has a wealth of experience in teaching therapeutic skills and supervising students in child psychotherapy and play therapy. Um, we've been talking about um, just navigating this time, COVID. Um, Rihanna was talking about having a daily routine, which leads to a discipline, which is very important. Then we sort of touched on relationships. Rihanna, you said that there's a lot of boredom, so a lot of men, a lot of women going onto different websites or whatever it is, or communicating, whatever it is, with other people. And you're saying, and this is one I love, and I really want to highlight this is that when you're pointing a finger at another person at your partner um, what you seeing in them is it, how did you say you you pointing at yourself as well or what you're seeing in them is what you are or we're reflecting let's expand on that because it's very easy to see the faults in others um, but there's a learning here right we, we get to see something more perhaps you can expand on that I will <clears throat> Can I just take a moment to tell you that I specialize in trauma work and I do what we call EMDR, which the World Health Organization regards as one of two interventions for trauma. And we have used it during the time of COVID extensively and we Amazing, amazing results. So I just wanted to bring that little. Yes, thanks, thanks, Rihanna. We we actually remember we were going to speak to you a few weeks ago about it because we you did an incredible event with uh, Elisa. Um, for the DL link, um, and she took us through quite a, uh, a, a wonderful break- breakdown for our guests. Um, EMDR, incredible. Yes, thank you for that. Yeah. So when I say when you point a finger at your partner and you say to your partner, you are so disorganized and you are so, um, uh, you, you don't help me with the children and you are so lazy to sit in front of the TV all the time. And if you say this, something about your partner bothers you for more than five minutes and you have to see this in your partner, you then need to ask yourself, are you talking about your partner or are you talking about yourself? And you may not realize it immediately. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can give you a wonderful example. I said to my partner once, that my husband once, I said, you know, you are so mean that you don't ever believe in shit. And he said to me, because he had done a weekend away with me as well, and he said to me, he says, I am mean. He says, look at yourself first. And I see myself as the most generous person in the world. And I was shocked the supermarket one day and if my kids asked me or if you asked me for something, I'd buy it in front of you and not take the money. And I walked into a supermarket and I wanted to buy myself something. I looked at the price. If my daughters had asked me to buy it, I would not look at the price. But because it was for myself, I looked at the price and I said, oh my God, this is so expensive. I put it back to the shop. I walked down the second aisle and the penny dropped what my husband had said. Yes, I am mean to myself. Hmm. I walked down the shelf, I picked up the item, I put it in my basket, 
and I paid and I went home and I said, thank you for enlightening me about myself. Mm. Wow. What an experience that was. So that is what I mean. You may not see it initially, but it will come to you. Look at it for yourself because we can only see in others what we have in us. If we don't have it in us, we cannot see it in others. And that is scientifically been proven. So that is, oh, that's wonderful, Marana, especially now during this time to investigate this. This is a, when you're having difficulties with a partner, you know, you can learn more about yourself. It wasn't so clear, unfortunately. You kept coming and going, but it's so wonderful. You you're saying that, you know, you and your husband having this discussion and you were saying that if you feel a certain way about your partner for longer than five minutes, really look at it and go, well, is there something in me in that? What I'm seeing in them is that something that's playing out in me. And you were talking about your, you know, you saying you mean to your husband and your husband saying, well, you mean to you. And, you know, you not spending money on yourself. Um, as I said, I, I wish that it had been clearer. I hope that our, that our listeners got that, Rihanna. Um, we unfortunately have run out of time, but we have so enjoyed having you on the show. We so appreciate your time. And perhaps, um, you know, we can do another show when we, when we look at EMDR again. We can, we can look at the trauma. We can look at how, how it helps with trauma, as you say, so successfully. But for now, we're going to bid you farewell, Rihanna, and just thank you once again for, for joining us. Thank you so much for having had me, and it was an absolute pleasure anytime.